From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the show. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. I'm not even pre- I'm not even preppered over here, bro. You, you said some it was Sam a- Adams winter lager. <sighs> happy election day. Uh, well, today's election day, but you're listening to this a little bit after. So happy late election day. And let's all- just hope that. People are able to listen. We don't go into like a cyberpunk 2077 yeah. type of situation. Yeah. But, either way. Which either also way. leads in, uh, if you're also listening, happy late Guy Fox Day. Tomorrow is November 4th. So uh, for all of you out there who, you know, either like V Vendetta or the uh, gunpowder plot. It is not on the calendar. It's a fake national day, everybody. And we know how I feel well, about it's wildly, that. Actually, it is a real day in, in other countries. Yeah. It, well, it, this it, is America, buddy. <laughs> all right. This is America. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon. Uh, so today we've got lined up. We're looking at Return of Sports and how they're doing, the best NHL skaters of all time, the Matrix, and as always, what's snapping on a stick. How was your week, bud? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. This beer is uh, not know? good. No, nah, man. I mean, I don't know why you got it, dude. Uh, yeah, just changing up. I went to the gas station. They were, didn't have a bunch of stuff available. Don't hit me with the change up, bro, with winter lager, at least. Ugh. Yeah, man, it's a terrible call. If they had cold snap, I'd say snatch it up. I don't know why they would have their spring beer out yet, but <laughs> they should just cancel winter lager and say cold snap all the way across the board yeah. for the for the cold month. So, uh, but yeah, no, not pretty good. Um, pretty good little uh, little little week for me, man. I'm you know still just working, uh, tired, very very back to being upset. At the Matrix, I I am. <laughs> if we're being completely honest, I I am. I'm gonna just tell myself in my brain, there's only one Matrix film, and so, it's not even the original. It's no, and that was garbage too. <laughs> yeah. That was go- they did a well, we'll garbage. Get, we'll get into it on on our on, garbage on, on sandwich. our Matrix discussion. Garbage sandwich, yeah. man. Anyway, how, how have you been doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. You know, uh, kind of getting ready uh the wife and i with my sister and her boyfriend we're going to vegas to see my grandpa so you know not much of a uh fun trip as much as you know getting out there seeing him you know hopefully you know he's getting up there in years we were expecting oh we'll see him after covid ends we're dead that was march yeah right dude we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be dead before your grandfather's dead dude he (laughs) is a trooper so and i'm super excited about your trip obviously because you're going by the team stadium and whatever vega what is it uh not is it 18 no not 18 t uh t-mobile stadium or whatever it is whatever it is i yeah. have no idea but you're like hey you sh- should i get you a hat from one or the uh or the other or both and i was like obviously both man yeah. you know like grab me up two yeah. hats so i was telling megan and she was like well i thought he only wants hats from like baseball teams I was like no 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 he wants baseball hats from everywhere yeah <laughs> i want every hat if they if they've made a hat for it i would like that hat yeah. so uh, we'll kind of discuss after show what uh, the expectations are. I think you kind of generally know my hat style, but yeah. you know I'm not a. And I mean, it's we have phones. I can I can I can Facebook uh, video call you. Yeah, of course. And if, I mean, if think about this, if you ever decide to get up on the iPhone train, we could just FaceTime, bro. Yeah, maybe. 
Probably not. I'm getting a new phone this month, though. My, okay. My, my thing's up. I'm getting the uh, whatever the new five, Samsung 5G Note is. So Okay. Dope, man. Yeah. So pretty excited for that. Uh, Mando Season 2 came out this Boom. week. Ooh, it's oh, so my gosh. Good. Episode I want to go so ahead dope. and tell everyone now. Full, we're we're going to spoilers. Full spoilers. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, go ahead and skip ahead like maybe a minute and a half. But this is full spoilers for episode one. Well, I would just say I'm going to actually that was my what are you binging this week? So do we wanted to save our little discussion and kind of have it yeah. when we talk yeah. about that? And then that way they can just skip our binge anyway. Well, the problem like, is oh, everyone's now skipped past this discussion and is going to get hit with the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, we'll, we'll reclaim the spoilers. Yeah, now. we'll tell them. Yeah. Uh, sports betting's live in Tennessee. Yeah, it is, bro. No, you're yeah, excited. It is, bro. Honestly, enjoy this studio while we have it because <laughs> your boy plans on becoming a degenerate gambler. Okay. <laughs> a degenerate gambler. Right now, I'm in the good. I'm in the mega red. I, I mean, it like, took less than a week for you to start gambling on Chinese basketball. I try. Yeah. I mean, but uh, it took me less than a week to win gambling in Chinese basketball. You know, I mean, I'm a sports guy. And so, they, you know, the favorite thing about it is, is that you can bet up to the point where they stop you. So there was already, the game was already going. It's like second quarter. And I'm looking at the points. The over under was like 180.5 points. And I was like, bro, got to throw a dollar on my, on my Chinese basketball, dude. I'm like, see, I like doing prop bets. I don't like doing over under and stuff like that. Or call, I, I like fun bets, you know, like for during the Super Bowl, love betting on random shit. Like what's the coin toss going to well, be? You can do. I mean, there's a lot of prop bets yeah. opportunities. Like, uh, uh, I did a, Tom I like Brady. that it's on FanDuel. Just so you know, that's what we're on. I, I can bar- use my yeah. balance. I'm well, up, it's yeah. a separate app. Oh, it is. But it's, you can use, use the same the balance. balance. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Like, yeah. Cause I'm up a hundred bucks so far in the year from our DFS league. Yeah, man. I'm straight killing it. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I, I'm up, I think over the weekend, I'm up like 150 bucks. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking good. Unlikely source of income last night. Uh, Dion, nice. Dion Lewis scoring a yeah. touchdown. Thank goodness. You can go uh, into work and be like, F y'all. Yeah, well, I, I work here. So, <laughs> so suck it, Harper. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think I had a little bit of money on over uh tom brady over under one and a half touchdowns last night i got lucky i almost didn't win that money um you know i did see that uh the titans this past week fitting that it happened to the titans as soon as the having uh messed up a bunch of people's parlays yeah well i didn't i didn't i didn't bet on them straight up but they had a boost that was titan score even money titan score three plus points so i mean more than a field goal. I mean, we're not even going to kick a field yeah. goal. Three is not. See, that's an option the kind of thing us. where, like, I when you told me that, I like, I was, I didn't have, I was busy that day, but I, I would have. That was the kind of things I'll get in on that. It's like a random because if the Titans do get blown out, or I deserve to lose that money. That's like, what yeah. I was saying. If the Titans only score three points, first of all, I'm going to be amazed that we kicked a field goal. Or if they only get a safety, and that's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was. It had to be four. So if we, oh, okay, if we had got two, if we, I would have given Fanduel their money. Was back. Like three and a half points? Was what they? Had it to was. Be? It was three plus. Okay. Point. So if Titans would have scored two safeties and got four points, I would have just given FanDuel their money back. <laughs> I, I don't deserve this. Please yeah. take my money. <laughs> but yeah, I saw a bunch of people had like 10 team parlays and they had everything right except for the Titans because they straight had Titans straight up beating Cincy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, generally, like that's what you're yeah. that's what you're going to think. Yeah. We would like to highlight, though. We do not give gambling advice no. on this podcast. I'm going to be not yet. I'm going to be broke. 
before we start giving advice because then hopefully we'll be able so to what, pull maybe after the line. new year you uh if you if you're still up maybe you start giving some gambling advice yeah exactly your hot yes. picks of the week that's exactly what we need need bobby is one more thing for people to come at us for <laughs> like i put a thousand dollars on this it's like yeah well i'm betting on chinese basketball guy so <laughs> it's like i have I'm a problem not, I, I am a, <laughs> i am i'm a degenerate gambler okay <laughs> all right let's move in uh to the news Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Uh, before we do that, real quick, I know we don't do politics, but there's a, some polls coming out. And one of the questions asking people is, how is, uh, how is the U.S. handling the coronavirus? And there's not even an option for good. It's like decent or badly. Like, <laughs> not even just very just, poorly. Just like, uh, well, we're, we're barely making it. Uh, I don't vote in polls, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So per uh, Jeremy Rutherford of the Atlantic, the Blues and the Bruins are looking for additional scoring. And they're looking at Mike Hoffman of the Panthers. Who are uh, they going to look for for additional scoring? Who knows? <laughs> boom, boom. I assume they're looking at Mike Hoffman to like tell them who to they're look gonna, at. Yeah, they're like, hey, who do you who are you thinking, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> they like set up. I mean, it's like, so Mike, we want you to be our score, like our our forwards coach. Yeah. Can, you, can you give us some exam, like some guys you'd like to bring in? We would. We want your advice on who you think would be a good scorer for our team. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> hire you as a consultant. Yeah, no, Mike Hoffman would be a would be a good pull in. I uh, I, I would say. I mean, I don't know. I didn't do his stats. Didn't do enough research on this episode. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did enough research on the later topics. Uh, something we called it again. Pucks uh, out, strikes again. Yeah. Uh, the Yotes revoke Mitch Miller contract, and UND kicks him off the team. It's and love again, to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where like, oh, good job for the Yotes. No, bro, you don't get yeah. credit for doing what you should have done when Neither you did UND. your research. Yeah, like you guys all knew this stuff, and no, if nobody would have said anything, we, this dude would still oh, be playing 100%. hockey. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't yeah. get credit for doing the. Less than the honestly, minimum. Honestly, you get the opposite of yeah. credit. Like, dude, stand by your dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, like obviously, yeah. I don't think you should stand by him, but you thought you should beforehand. Yeah. So, like, Which not point, only does it mean you have bad judgment, you also have no conviction. Yeah. It's like, like, suck it, brother. You know, like, I'm, look, we like this guy, you know, like, type of thing. Like, we want him to come and play hockey for us. We think he's changed or whatever. You know, like, he may be wrong, but. They are wrong. But you. I mean, you knew that it's not stuff. This isn't stuff that came out. Okay. Like this is stuff. And if you didn't know it, then it came out before. Like didn't it, do- it became public knowledge to every team. A memo was sent to every team about this before the draft. Yeah, exactly. And so if you didn't do your due diligence, due diligence like you're not getting credit now no. because you and that's the problem like i'm I, glad no. though they, me- they messed up their pick now <laughs> stupid yotes yeah that's wild and the best thing is you know a lot of people saying oh give him a second chance it's like dude like or the best is people saying saying things like uh this isn't fair he he deserves to play in the nhl like no playing in the nhl is not a right yeah dude. just because like, you're great at hockey doesn't immediately bro, make you are you kidding nhl me? material are you are you joking right now bobby uh don't you remember the bill of rights number 11 <laughs> <laughs> you get a right to play in the NHL yeah. no matter what. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's about it for that. Let's move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. We have to talk to you. Uh, how, how was your Halloween, bud? Uh, pretty good. I was TJ Detweiler yeah. from Recess. Uh, Stephanie was uh, Spinelli. Uh, I kept introducing myself as Theodore. 
because that's his real name, yeah. you know. But I didn't want to shave my beard. So I just was TJ Detweiler as an adult. And, you know, he just really hadn't. He he just was stuck in his glory days of high school. So <laughs> so he was an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> al- he has become an alcoholic. He still wears the same clothes, though. So but pretty good. How about yours, man? Uh, we did. We watched uh, some really bad uh, scary movies. We stayed in. That was about <clears throat> it. Uh, we my wife went to Sam's Club, got like 500 pieces of candy. We had three trick or treaters. So you guys got like 497 pieces of candy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we uh, I am I'm on a pretty big diet. So I think I had like three Kit Kats that night and a bit and, uh, and three brought- Musketeers. And we have just been like staying away from it. Oh, and you know, so you I'm going to bring your, you some. You got you. Yeah, I was about to say you got your boy. You got your boy Brandon over here yeah. not eating candy. You know, I mean, <laughs> they watch this horrible movie. So oh. I'm sitting there watching this movie. Uh, it's called like scary stories and where they come from. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is, she's like, well, this is for kids. I'm like, what do you mean this is for kids? So yeah, this is like a kid. I'm like, why are we watching? I walk in. We don't have kids. Like, this is a horrible movie. Like, what are we doing here, man? And like, we watched like Annabelle Comes Home. Horrible. I'll tell you what, uh, what Stephanie and I did watch on Halloween morning, though. Hubie Halloween, that um, Adam Sandler oh, movie. It yeah, was, you know, it was not bad. I mean, you know. It's not. Is that on it's Netflix? No, yeah, Netflix. Yeah. It's, that was like movie three of his like fifty movie deal with Netflix that he's got to make. I think. Yeah, I mean, it was no obviously no like Happy Gilmore, Big yeah. Daddy or something. But I mean, it was you know it it was yeah. a good little Halloween movie. It was perfect because you know most people want to watch like stupid Halloween Town or something dumb like that. And I'm not Hocus not Pocus, a fan. Hocus Pocus, and yeah. like just like ugh, that's See, not for I, me. I'm not, and we'll we'll get to the outside the sports in a minute. Uh, we uh, <laughs> I I do not technically like, this is outside yeah, sports. I do not like scary movies. I the same thing as you. I'll watch them, yes. but it's like. First off, I'm only scared of like some scary movies. And even then, I'm like, this is just undue stress, man. Like, I have enough stress in my like in my everyday life. Sure. There's two objectives. to There's there's two things, outcomes that can happen when you watch a scary movie. Either one, you're scared and you're spending your free time getting scared, which seems ridiculous to me. Or two, you're not scared. And then you just watch an entire movie that's not scary. So what I do enjoy, where is a third option that I do enjoy? And that is. Seeing the really, really fucking cool, like, uh, demon makeup and costumes, like, when they're well done, or you can laugh at how bad it is sometimes. Right. Like, it's almost co- comical how scary movies are sometimes. For example, like, the, uh, the, sen- <laughs> uh, the Insidious movies, when they show the actual demons, they're like, oh, that's a, that's a cool-looking well, like, demon, man. I'll tell you, like, um, like the, mo- the, the Scream movies. Yeah. I enjoyed the Scream movies because they were, they were scary movies. They're thriller movies yeah, like, with, like, a story Kind of like a whodunit. Exactly. And yeah. that's, it's more like a Criminal Minds type yeah. of show than it is, like, a scary movie. I yeah. do enjoy uh, the uh was it you're thinking of scream scary movies the comedy version of yes that. yeah i do like the comedy some of them sure the one with uh charlie sheen where like uh world world of war of the world something was horrible but like the ones with uh Oh, what are the what are those brothers names the uh the wayne's brothers, the wayne's brothers. Yeah. they're hilarious yeah, yeah. well and and it, you know those things that you like remember things incorrectly but you've like for your whole life that's what it was. So when, you know, when they're in the movie theater and that girl's like, oh, God, I got you. You're on you're on candy camera. Yeah. I always thought it was candy camera. And I thought she <laughs> said it wrong. 
I, she did say candid, but like she's like, no, I got you. You on candy camera. So like in my head, it's for the rest of life. It'll be candy camera. Yeah, I can't. There's a bunch of words that I like just recently in like the past couple of years realized that I've been I was saying them wrong my entire life. Oh, no doubt. And I'm sure if I ask my wife, she'll give me the full list of them. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, you you still try to throw some British slang in there for me. Yeah. And I, I have to call you out on it on here. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes when I'm on my zebra, I like to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. Um, so sports ratings have actually plummeted since their return from COVID, which shocked a lot of people. Um, so yeah, everybody had their cable shut off. <laughs> uh, so the, my initial thought was that that could be because there's like too many sports at one time. And while for you and I and people like us, that's not an issue. We'll, we'll but we even will make so, time to watch a sport if it matters. But even so, we're not magic we can only watch one thing at a time or even two if we have two tv screens type of deal so like if i have to choose between one or the other you're taking chinese basketball chinese basketball or whatever your money's on wherever the money (laughs) wherever the money flows um so there are actually so here are some stats about uh you know about all the sports not just you know a couple of sports ratings for the stanley cup finals were down 61 percent from last year averaging 2.1 million viewers the final round of the u.s open golf tournament had 3.2 million viewers by far the fewest going back more than 30 years the u.s open tennis tournament viewership fell sharply on espn down 45 percent from the year before the french open is down 57 percent so far on nbc the Kentucky Derby, which normally gets around 15 million viewers, only had 9.3 million as it, at its rescheduled slot in September. You start battling with football, bro. I mean, yeah. it's like you're 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 coming up. You know, it's uh, it's like my boy Omar says, "You come at the king, you best not yeah. miss." Dude. Even the NFL, which has had some bright spots in its ratings thus far and seems to be holding steady, has had trouble getting viewers in certain windows, like Thursday night, which has re- uh, recorded consecutive lows for primetime games. That's that's the Thursday night thing to me is hard because the first three were like on. NFL network only. And remember like, yeah, like I had an issue where, and that's the problem is it's, they don't explain well. Like I have Amazon prime all off season. They talk about, Oh, you have Amazon prime. You can watch all Thursday night games. Then I get onto it. It's like, Ooh, actually weeks one through three. And then weeks six through nine are only on NFL network or YouTube TV or Fubo. You actually could have probably watched it on The Yahoo will usually do the live stream of. Those I would games. only have been able to watch that on my computer and not on my TV. And sure, I'm just sure. Like, well, but I mean, you've got yeah. an HDMI cord, right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I also have a PC, so uh, yeah, but, but yeah. you got a laptop. Yeah. I'm looking at your laptop yeah. right now, bro. Yeah, that seems like a lot, though, and I don't even think it was like it that good of a game. It ain't. Well, see, I don't even have like I just I think it was use a Chromecast. You probably could have Chromecasted too if you don't have Chromecast. No, I'd look no. at it. I have Google Homes everywhere. I don't have any Chromecast though. I, I should, would just grab a Chromecast because they're might. super. They're super convenient for yeah. lots of things. Um, so there were actually, and the, the studies show that there were actually four factors. My initial thought was that there'd be too many sports or and you know a lot of people are saying that oh politics and sports but obviously we see from some of these sports where politics aren't they don't involve themselves in parks like the Kentucky tennis. Derby yeah <laughs> tennis US Open um they're all down and so here are the four factors that I was able to do in some research um, there are certain levels of can- cannibalization on the calendar. As an example, Monday's game one of the Rays Yankees AL division series had 2.3 mil- million viewers on TBS, which was one third less than a similar time slot on TBS the year before. Also, a year ago, the baseball game was going up against Monday night football broadcast. But this, uh, but at that week's Rays Yankees matchup was competing against two NFL games because had been moved because of the covid. 
Um, it's number two. It's not part of our national cycle to be watching sports on weekday afternoons or NBA final games in October or triple crown races on a college football Saturday. We get used to watching um, Dennis Denninger, a former ESPN uh, production executive said, we get used to watching certain things or having particular sports be part of our lives at certain times of the year. Yeah. You know, if you're, it's weird watching the Kentucky Derby, like not like, on May, like on May right, 6th or whatever. A, yeah. You know, it's like, a, oh, you know, usually because like nice for me, when day. I think of Kentucky Derby, I think of college graduation because Love I've been that. through so many college graduations in the past six, seven years. Like it coincides with the Derby. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mint you know, juleps don't taste as good in September. Do yeah. they? <laughs> uh, lack of fans in the stands is a psychological cue that these games don't mean as much. The crowd is so you, you see things or hear things like the crowd is growing crazy as part of the allure of watching sports on TV. Um, you know, crowd goes wild is an expression for a reason. Finally, there is a presidential election going on in a highly charged political climate, which uh, from 2016, while some news and commentary shows are up 30 percent, viewership and cable news networks is up significantly. And right now, especially once the president uh, got covid, that's when everyone switched from watching sports to news. So you see that not only is sports, you know, competing with other sports, they're now competing with the news. Um, so everything is all of these things. It's just. Uh, crazy time right now. I would like to throw in a obviously no research because I am me, um, but just kind of to, to pack on to that point, all these the past few years, even with some of the cord cuttings, you had a couple options when it came to cord, cord cutting sling TV, direct TV now. Well, now with the addition of Hulu live TV, YouTube TV, all these package deals that I was going to be happy to go back to Sling TV, but they lost, they lost NFL Network, Red Zone, all yeah. of these channels that they lost. Well, I only get a cord, I only get specific things because of sports. Well, a lot of families are not like that. You know, a lot of people have Sling TV or whatever they like because of, everything else the yeah. actual tv well i'm a i stream stuff so i only get those tv deals for the sport specifically and those have gone up in price a lot it's almost getting to the point where the only advantage of them over cable is going to be the fact that you don't have to get locked into a deal you don't have to wait 17 hours for a at&t guy to come out to your house and get all your stuff set up so I would say that possibly has a, has a little bit to do with it as well uh, on top of all these things yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, just a crazy time. Uh, so we're going to move into our main content of the day. Uh, we are going to give you a consen our consensus ranking for all-time NHL skaters. And now I understand you may not care about our ranking, but... You know, well, that's where you, you obviously care a little bit. You're listening. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you don't care about our ranking... Totally fine, but do give us your fit top yeah. 15. We'd love to see some folks out there and what they're thinking about it. Um, or we want to go 15 to one, or do yeah. we just want to go one? Let's go 15 up. to one and give a small reason. I think we all, we, we have the same 15 except for one. Uh, you, we, we're not the same 15 in the order, but we all have the same, we have, we, we have the same 14 players in our pool. Um, and then we each have one different one. Uh, I'm not sure who I have that you don't because uh, you subbed in somebody, uh, but I'll go ahead and start off with my number 15, Phil Esposito, five-time NHL score, uh, scoring champion and two-time MVP, scored 717 goals. Uh, my number 15 is Yarmir Yager. 
Um, I was thinking he was going to be a lot higher on my list. Just it just guys that some old school guys just kind of kept pushing him back. Still playing at a high level. I'm stealing your notes here. <laughs> uh, played well. He played deep into his his life. He's he's one of the top point scorers of all time. I um uh, I I had him at at my 15 spot. All right. Uh, my 14. Uh. One, one of the greatest Bruins, uh, played with the Astros a little bit. Ray Bork scored 10 or more goals for 21 consecutive seasons and five Norris trophies. It's um, wild to think about. Like five Norris five trophies. Is like a is lot. A, yeah. That's a lot. Uh, by the way, before we uh, continue, the one that is on your list that's not on mine is Nicholas Lidstrom. Ah, okay. Um, I replaced him with a different defenseman, Dennis Potvin from the islanders man he he was a part of that that islanders crew he is he had four stanley cups i mean a defenseman he was nearly a point a game throughout his entire career 1052 points with 1060 games played i mean that's pretty amazing for a defenseman at the time and that is why he made it up onto my list all right uh, number 13, I've got Guy LaFleur, uh, first player in NHL history to score. Guy. Guy no. LaFleur? Guy, yeah. Guy, ah, uh, French. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guy LaFleur, uh, first player in NHL history to score 50 or more goals and register 100 points for six consecutive seasons, four consecutive Stanley Cup champions. Uh, he also was a member of the Habs 1973 Stanley Cup team. My 13, I actually have Phil Esposito. And right. I don't know if it, this is because of that that old school Boston Red Sox commercial where they're all in that sandwich shop. And they're talking about, uh, hey, you think you think Bajoya deserves him uh deserves a sandwich name? And somebody go and so they start suggesting different sandwich meats. And then that somebody suggests something. He's like, you guys are always talking about the gabagool. He's like, it's yeah, it's because it's the best. That's why it's on the Esposito. <laughs> and so like, it just always pops into my head. But you've already kind of talked about him a little bit. So uh, we'll let you move on to your Yeah, 12. I've got Nicholas Lindstrom, seven Norris trophies, four Stanley Cups, and a Conn Smythe. I mean, that is, that's yeah. an amazing uh, resume to have. Uh, and which really shows to tell you that everyone going forward is, I mean, we're talking, cre- uh, you know, cream of the crop. You know, this entire list is just I mean, it, it's really hard to put these guys in an order for some of right. them, you know, like going for like, you know, I've got two guys coming up that, you know, I could have flip flopped and it would have oh, been. I mean, like, we yeah. could have we could have shut. I mean, everything I think everything except for maybe one or two, yeah. we could have just thrown into a bucket and shuffled it. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, oh, you're wrong. on Yeah. That. Um. So my my number 12 is. is Ray Bork, obviously you've kind of discussed him, uh, but I mean, you know, five Norse trophies, that's a tough thing to, yeah. to, to get over. Getting one, especially in today's hockey, is an insane feat. All right, so my number 11, I got Bobby Hull. Uh, his slap shot was clocked at 118 miles per hour. Uh, his top skating pe- pe- His top skating speed was judged to be almost 30 miles an hour. Surpassed the 50 goal mark five times with the Blackhawks. You talking about a jack of all trades? Bobby Hull is that. 
I mean, you've got guys nowadays who are fast, but, you know, they're not great shooters. Or, I mean, they're great shooters, obviously, in the NHL. But, sure. you know, then you've got guys who can, you know, hit a hit a slap shot at 120, but, you know, not great on, on his skates. But Bobby Hall had it all. <clears throat> My number 11 is Guy Lafleur. Uh, obviously, you kind of spoke to him a little bit. Uh, I mean, I think name alone Gets him up a couple spots in my book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Guy? That's a dope name. I mean, even if he is French. <laughs> uh, number 10, Sid the Kid. Sidney Crosby. Two Stanley Cups, two Hart Trophies, two scoring championships, and a Conn Smythe, not to mention two Olympic gold medals, medals and a World Cup MVP. I mean, we all know who yeah. he is. You know, we don't have to go yeah, into too much it's detail. It's disgusting about- to have to put his name on the yeah, list but, if we're I mean, being honest. <laughs> if we're being honest, but we are being honest, and that's why he's on the list. He's been one of the most influential hockey players yeah. of our generation. And think what you want, but man, I, there were, one of my biggest pet peeves when going to hockey games, especially in Nashville, you see people like... You know, obviously, obviously, you know, jaw jacking, you know, throwing out some, uh, you know, heckling players. Not part us. Of yeah. <laughs> but when I see people like, listen, if you're going to heckle Sidney Crosby, don't use the like, oh, you suck at hockey. Like, that's just like, like you got to be more original. Like, he's obviously, trash. Yeah, like, obviously, he's not bad at hockey. Like, come on. Hey, man, you have massive concussion problems. <laughs> I hope it doesn't affect you long term. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. My number 10, Bobby Hull. Obviously, you've talked about him, uh, talked about him as well. Like you said, I mean, the, the speed, the, the, the goal scoring, it, it was hard to put a Blackhawk on this list. But, you know, I mean, again, we're trying to be as honest as we can intellectually. It's hard. While I understand his stats, like per game numbers aren't great. You know, at number nine, Yamir Yager, you know, even for the mullet alone, should, should probably be like <laughs> mullet number two. Mullet up a little bit for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, talk about longevity, like what he's meant to the game. No, I won't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, he's up there in goals. You know, obviously, you know, when you do goals per game, he's not up there. But I mean, someone like him who, you know, you talk about generations of players nowadays, pro players looked up to him like you have for sure multiple generations like who, like oh who did you watch as a kid i watched yama yager man like and even kids <clears> still <throat> coming up are still watching him i mean he yeah. continues to be a force in any hockey league that he plays in him him falling on my list is by no means any way attempting to yeah. slander him i really hope right now i think he's in the khl yager is or in some swedish league i hope that if he's playing in his 50s a team gives him a, like a oh, yeah. contract. I would man. say there's no question. I, I've said Somebody I said it last week. I'll say it again. I still think that Yaga should just do a 32 team tour yeah. for one day contracts. I want a Preds sweater with uh with Yager on the back, dude. You can you can get it. Yeah, yeah but like it, it. it means a little bit more. Like if he sure. like, say, hey, I, get it. I, I, I got the jersey. I saw Yager Yager dress out for one Preds game. You know, if everyone gets to say that, that is just everyone yeah. should well, get to share in Yager. You know, if they're doing the one day contract, I doubt he's going to get to dress and play. Well, just I mean, <laughs> I would just be like, hey, NHL, I know y'all are sticklers, but this dude's going to be traded every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my number nine, I have Ovi Island. I have Alex Ovechkin at, at number nine. You've said it best. The most dangerous goal scorer in the modern era. I mean. I agree with this statement as well. I think he's going to be see- seen as the greatest scorer of all time. Uh, I think he'll beat the record. I hope he beats the record because I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, but Ale- Alex Ovechkin is 
it's one of those things where this dude has been scoring goals from the same exact spot for his entire career and people just keep letting him score there. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's absurd. He, he's so much fun to watch play hockey, so much fun to talk smack. You know, he's, he's a smack talker. He, he makes the game enjoyable. Yeah. You know, that the caps and hell, even season ticket holders are licking their chops for the day when he's one goal away yeah. from it. And like he, they get to like up the ticket pricing of that game astronomically. Oh, dude. And I'm, and honestly, I can't say right now because we're probably about four or five years away from that. I kind of want to save us some money. Like I'm, I'm just getting nosebleeds and fly. I mean, it'd be dope. Obviously, if they're like, oh, it just happens to be playing in Nashville, but fly be, to go would, see that game. Yeah. But like, think about think about this i'm gonna pay all this money and then do doesn't score yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah you know what i'm saying like, that would be that would be rough yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh but yeah so my uh, number eight uh mark messier i i mean looking on my list now i might have not been up high enough but i think the guys in front of him are just are solid uh, third all-time in points at 1887, second all-time in playoff points at 295. He won five uh, Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers, uh, most remembered for his uh, captain of the Rangers uh, to the 94 Cup. It was the Rangers' first title in 54 years. Messier guaranteed a game six victory against the Devils, and he uh, that he made that made him a legend in New York. He called his shot and delivered on a hat trick to tie the series. Talk about a man who will never have to buy a drink in the state of New York for the rest of his days. Oh, no doubt, unless he's over on uh, Staten Island. Yeah. They, may, they may make him buy a drink there. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, that's uh, that's a uh, that's a, r- a really good one. Uh, my number eight is is your number ten, Sidney Crosby. I I have him ranked above Alex Ovechkin as much as I think Alex Ovechkin has been a part of our era of hockey. Sidney Crosby, in my opinion, has been so much more a part of of our era of yeah. hockey. I uh, I'm, I'm you know I as much as I hate to say this, it is. It's never been fun for me to watch a Sidney Crosby game. I've never, you know, I don't like the guys as general rule. I don't want him to win. But if if I just d- had like a face blindness and I didn't yeah. know who it was, he is one of the most intriguing guys to watch play hockey. Doesn't matter the score. Doesn't matter what's going on. Sid the kid can bring him back and make you look foolish. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, so that's why I have him at number yeah. eight. Over so they, there was one reason why I ranked OV a little bit higher. And I'll, I wrote down the most dangerous goal, goal score of the modern era. I believe Alex Ovechkin, whether or not he passes Gretzky's all, uh, all time goal stat, he is the most dangerous goal score of all time. Now, obviously when you look at the stats, it's hard because it's a different era of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, if Ovi played with Gret- in Gretzky's time, I think Ovi would would demolish that record. Oh, now, no I, now, obviously, he would not crush all the other records. Gretzky is the greatest of all time. But if he, if Ovi was playing at the time, he would probably almost one and a half times or maybe even double the amount of goals that uh, that Gretzky had. Um, but. And that's what put him above because Sidney Crosby is a once in a generation talent. Yeah, truly is. Alex Ovechkin might be a once in a lifetime talent at that at at, at goal scoring. I think, which at the end of the day, when you're playing hockey, you know if if mm. I'm if I'm creating a team, maybe not right now because they're both getting up there. But if maybe let's say when uh, when did they get drafted? Like early 2000s, <clears> 2004, 2005. If 
if I knew what their careers were and I'm drafting a team, I'm taking Ovi above Sydney, dude. Yeah, I would say I would say that's a hard argument because Sydney Crosby has three cups. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, and that's and that. I mean, obviously there was there was is, drafting around Ovi that sure. wasn't great. Obviously, you know, I'm not, I, not to take. I disagree with not that. to I, take Crosby's uh, accomplishment away, but I mean, he had some he had some amazing all-stars playing with him and uh, and that's not would, to take anything from him but to give up credit to the uh upper management of the penguins i would like to i would like to disagree with that i we saw ov have the best team in hockey for about four or five years in a row and couldn't pull them through and we've seen Sidney crosby go in and win with yes some all-stars and malkin is great and you know i'm not not discounting what you're saying but I think that o- Ovechkin has had maybe not winners around him, but I, I would say that Crosby has has shown us he can do it with some scraps when they had coming in with yeah, injuries. Yeah, I would also and, say that when you look at the two during their uh, the Caps have had some good goalies. They haven't had the quality of goalies that the Penguins had during those runs. Man, I mean having Mark having Mark Andre Fleury behind Sidney Crosby like that that is a tandem that was amazing. Where the Caps they didn't have that. They had, they had, they, I would call them all-star goalies, but they didn't have the superstar goalies. Sure. But I mean, goal scoring doesn't matter about your goalie. Well, no, so that's, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like say when it comes that. to winning cups, like they, Pittsburgh had Sidney Crosby. They also had the flower and then they had Matt Murray. Sure. Um, and it wasn't until their cup run when uh, the Caps goalies decided, okay, we're going to step it up. And like they, and like they had like how they performed in the playoffs for them. Well, <laughs> that was a bright spot in a, what I would call a, above mediocre career i agree i agree up into the point where goal scoring has no impact on your whose goal who's goaltending behind you no i'm if not you're saying a better that. goal scorer then you're going to be able to score more goals than you yeah but Ovechkin what has i'm had saying some, is that playoff you know, Ovi, series. Ovi could score you know three hat tricks but if your goalie's letting in seven goals and you can't get any support from your goalie that, uh, that's nine to seven so i <laughs> I, uh, uh, you you know, know, I'm, not, I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, we there's been some there's been some playoff series in which Ovechkin hung it up yeah. and didn't and didn't carry his team through. While I agree that he's a better goal scorer, I don't necessarily think he's a better yeah. skater. And I mean, we're talking obviously. about two like two spots. slots. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not like I put like Sidney Crosby up at like 15. Well, the thing is, we got to really harp on our conversation about Crosby and Ovechkin because it's the only two of these people that we've seen play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so my eight was actually, Sydney no, I've C- seen, I've seen Yammer Yager play once. Sure, I think he was sure, I think we've yeah. seen him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've seen him play, but we didn't get to watch him. <laughs> yeah. play. We didn't get to see the Yager play. Yeah. We, we've got to see the Crosby and the oh, yeah. Ovechkin play hockey. So uh, you're number seven, buddy. Uh, it was Ovi. Ovi, yeah, yeah, you you brought that. You kind of carried it in. My number seven is Mark Messier for every yeah. reason that you said. I mean, I, I championships meant a lot to me yeah. on on my ranking. Uh, it's not the only thing that mattered, obviously, but I mean, Messier was just a. It's so funny. It's I obviously what I remember of Messier is a Rangers player, not an, not an, not an Oilers player. And that was about the time, 94, 95, 96. That's when I 
remember remembering sports. I was like four. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I'm <laughs> saying like, you know, not that I was like a big hockey. Oh, got to watch Messier on the, uh, but more of. I mean, you were like five years old. Hey, you had to do that. Watch some Chinese basketball. I Chinese. Mean, well, you know, became I became a degenerate real young. Well, see, I had to watch hockey because Chinese basketball is played so late and I was already in bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, but seriously, I, you know, it was, it was forever in my life before I even knew that Messier had won cups with the Oilers, you know, like it was always in my mind that Rangers Jersey, that that was Messier was a, was a Ranger in my mind. And he always will be just because that's what I recall when I was a, I was a little, little lad, a little street youth. Yeah. Little urchin, little, little, little urchin. <laughs> uh, all right. So my number six, uh, Jean Bellevue, uh, first off, he was a, hey, our first match. Oh, nice. Well, I guess we can go and put that on consensus. Uh, At 6'3", his offensive game and his defensive discipline made him a force to be reckoned with. Uh, He won 10 Stanley Cup championships with the Habs, and he was the league MVP twice from 56 to 64. He also won the first Conn Smythe trophy uh, as playoff MVP in 65. Imagine how uh, a spoiled Habs fan... like. Habs fan were at the time. 10 Stanley. Imagine being alive to see your team win 10 Stanley Cups. Well, and imagine not even being able to find out about it until like six weeks when yeah. you get a newspaper or something, dude. <laughs> like, like you're like, you're thinking, you're, you're sitting there and you're like, the Stanley Cups happened last week. I cannot wait to rub this in my neighbor's face when I find out if we won or not. I love to think that like, you know how we get like alerts and they score. They just get like, every time they score, they send an alert, put it in the mail. And then so you get like one post, you're like, oh, they scored. Like three weeks later. And hey, you hear the whole time, go, Guys, it's three nothing right now. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see in a little bit. But yeah, it's mid-August, but we'll uh, we'll find out who won this Stanley Cup soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's uh, so, so that was mine. I, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it uh you know you guys have heard my story about why i'm a habs fan just because i enjoyed their jersey and i had no idea that i had had no idea that they were so uh, so alabama ish (laughs) and they win so many stanley cups um but yeah i mean regardless that's um an amazing an amazing feat and being six three at the time he played hockey is a pretty amazing feat you know i mean just being not five one. It's like amazing. Um, you're number five, buddy. Uh, oh yeah, because they imagine Bobby Orr. Hey, double nice. match. May, may, double nice. match. Uh, scoring championship as a defenseman with 120 points in 69 through 70. He topped 100 points six times in his career. Only played 10 HL seasons because of major knee problems. He never played after the age of 30, finish, finishing his career with 888 points and only 631 <laughs> games played. That's ridiculous, dude. That's that is wild. Ridiculous. You think if if we're, we're sitting here and this man played until, you know, 35, 37, whatever, I mean, there's no way that he... He may not be obviously number one, but I mean, he's probably moving up a few of these slots here. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's that's amazing. Not to mention, uh, you know, most famous for the goal from 1970, uh, you know, jumping through the air. Yeah. Uh, and the now, dive, listen, uh, before we get any hate, we I get it in real life. He's a piece of shit human yeah, being. But I this mean, is yes. this is about skaters right now. This is about a ho- being a hockey player. Stupid fucking Blackhawks. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> who do you? I don't really have much more to add on yeah. on that. So I mean, obviously. number four, I don't know if we match again. Maurice Rocket Richard. We do. Yes, we do. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Making boom, our boom, job boom. a little bit easier. Wait, hold on. 
Yes. Okay. We do. Right. We do. We do. Uh, I was looking at your list to uh, see if we match. I was like, "Yeah, we been, got like we no, actually no. match on all 15. No, everything was everything from Messier. We're we're still all matching right. up on these three. Um, NHL regular season goal scoring trophies named after him. He was the first to score 50 goals in a season and the first to score 500 goals in his career. He led the league in scoring five different times and finished with 544 goals. I mean, a lot of you know making the top of this list is. You know, the same way, same reason why, in my opinion, LeBron will never beat Michael Jordan. If you change the game, the way the game is played, if you are the first to do something like that, you yeah. you should go on the Mount Rushmore of that sport. Yeah, I wish they would have called it the Mo Rocket uh, uh, trophy, though. <laughs> Wouldn't that have yeah. been cool? Mo Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, again, it goes back to that. As a person that can't really, you know, obviously never saw him get to play hockey type of deal, it's hard to really add more than their stats and what they've meant to the sport. So, uh, number three, this is where we we switch it up a little bit. Who do you have at number three? Number three, I've got, uh, you know, probably the, you know, some people are starting to say the second greatest, but in my opinion, still the greatest uh, penguin to ever play. Mario Lemieux, only player in NHL history to score five goals in five different ways in a single game, six NHL scoring championships, including the 88 through 89, when he finished with 85 goals and 199 points. He finished his career with better goals per game scoring average than Gretzky. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it, when it, a lot of people, when they're talking about one and two, they're talking about these two guys. And I, you know, I've always argued that my one, two, three, uh, I mean, well, two. Well, to me, I guess two and three uh, can be swip swapped with my uh, with my two and three. Where number it, one can't be changed with anything. It more, yeah, right. It just more obviously we have the same two and three, but flip flopped. Yeah. Uh, so my number three is Gordy Howe, and you so eloquently put it in your notes: the Babe Ruth of hockey. Yeah. The what you remember about hockey. I mean, we still have a stat. That if you get a goal assist and you fight somebody in a game, that's we call it a Gordy Cow hat trick. I mean, lots of folks have heard that. 801 goals in 26 seasons uh, and 174 more in six NHL World Hockey Association seasons. That's, I mean, that's crazy. And I mean, as you've said, he was ruthless. He would rip your head off if given an opportunity. If he didn't end up playing hockey. I'm pretty sure there would have been a criminal minds episode about this dude. <laughs> you know, like that's how ruthless yeah. this guy was. Uh, and, and like you said, it's, it's more about what you're looking at on your ranking. Obviously Lemieux has, you know, statistic wise, if you're just looking straight statistics, you're always going to rank him higher. So I'll tell you one of the reasons why he beats Lemieux. And that's purely what I call the goosebump factor. When you watch Lemieux, you're like amazed at his talent. When there are some clips of Gordy Howell that literally gives me goosebumps. For example, one later in his career, he is playing at the age of like 49. Was it just because you were like so amazed that they had video? Well, that. <laughs> but, you know, when he's playing with the Whalers, I don't this. I am pulling this fact out of my ass. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if there's ever been another professional athlete to play to start on the same line as his son and then that's cool and then 
pass on his last game. Gordy Howe on his last professional game got an assist with his son scoring. Yeah, like that's what he, super like dope. not like as like imagine being a son playing with your dad at that game. Imagine being the dad playing with your son at that game. Like that is such a cool thing for everyone who got to witness that. I mean, that is. Well, think if he wouldn't have scored and he got grounded. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, son, you're off the team. I'm so sorry, but. Like, how dope is that? And I, you know. I I mean, not playing without a helmet, too. Like, we're talking about, like, I mean, everyone else is playing with helmets and he's like, no, no, that's not how we do things in my day. He's like, look, brain damage ain't no thing. Sidney Crosby would like his secret (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Lemieux for every reason that you said he was your number three is the reason that he's my number two. He is what I think of when it comes to hockey. It it is still to this day, even thinking of the penguins, you don't think of Crosby, even though he's great. And in our era, you think of Mario Lemieux. And so that is, that is why he was at my number two and flip flop. And who did you have? I had Philip Forsberg. I kind of David. (laughs) No, we're kidding. Uh, Listen, we don't need explanation. We don't need to go into his stats. We've done it before. Everyone has. I didn't, I mean, it's just so every once in a while when people just don't really get it. Yeah. How ridiculously different he was. I pull up that that chart yeah. that He's shows so where his above. point. It is. It is. It's like Richard Petty and NASCAR, dude. Like, but except for you know people, it's just so absolutely absurd that he was able to do what he did. I mean, yeah. and and it's and this is not even look. If we were, this is actually. It's not like we're talking about two, the 1950s and 1960s. We're right. talking about. What the late 80s, set, 90s, 80s and 90s, 90s like yeah. well see we could take two if if we were actually ranking them of the these folks or at least me from where they where they were on the top 15 i i mean i would say it's gretzky one and we we wanted to space them out appropriately it would be gretzky yeah. one and then lemieux everyone else start at like 15 yeah, yeah. Well, like lemieux starts at 15 and then we do yeah. our you know like that's how good i mean they call him the great one yeah. and it was never and, in question and this is the only was. sport that you can do that like i don't know much about nascar richard petty but if you go to basketball we had like 200 like if NASCAR you go into basketball wins. you have my like there's people will always argue about michael jordan lebron going to baseball people will argue about <clears throat> babe ruth and i i don't even know who else they would be i mean i don't know who else they argue with yeah, the greatest I mean, baseball player of all time you know i mean you, you, lots of lots of options maybe randy there, johnson right? i don't you know. know i mean well there's different positions <laughs> yeah. but yeah i mean there, well, there's babe ruth was also a pitcher yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a time when you had to play all nine positions. Yeah, I mean there there's lots of lots of argument. Hank yeah. Aaron is probably going to be uh, yeah. on there on the on the big argument. But I mean, maybe got, Jeter and yeah. But it's there's just so many little yeah. minutiae of Where, oh well, what about this? And Jeter won so many series, and yeah. you know this and that. And then even in like golf, you know, you got Tiger who, but then you've got you know all the other and ones, Jack yeah. Nicklaus or yeah. whatever. There is no in no world. In any metric that you bring up that Gretzky's not gonna smash the competition. It yeah. is it is so absurd that it, you know, I love to argue sports, but if yeah. someone's wanting to sit here and argue about our top fifteen, you can yell at me for any who Two didn't make it have in. at it. Yeah. I mean, I go, oh, let's let's talk about it. let's discuss it. You may be right. You may yeah. watch more hockey than me. But if you're coming at me and say Wayne Gretzky's not the greatest hockey player ever. Then we just need to not yeah. have this discussion, man. You're not being truthful with yourself. You're just not hating that, the, the fact of hating. Yeah. So, um, and he's one of those guys. Like, if you would have put him in the hot in in the NHL today, 
he's still going to be the great one. I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Maybe not, maybe yeah. not to the massive effect of points his goal, that he but, scored. I mean, he's still, I mean, and that's the thing, that's why he wasn't just a goal scorer. I mean, his ability to skate, his ability to see the game from almost like a bird's point of view where he was just a mastermind, you know, with passing. All right. So <sighs> our consensus ranking, we're going to go through this real quick at 15. Oh, we didn't, oh. we didn't coin flip. We didn't coin flip oh. for, we will do this on air. Yeah. We'll let let the folks yes. know. So it's no cheating. Uh, it was obviously two and three were both swapped. So we're going to do a coin flip for the number two. Um, so do we want to do coin air? flip or Rochambeau? Which would you rather? No, coin flip is more in the air. Okay. Because then we'd have to do two out of three yeah. and they can't see it. Yeah. So, so you want to call it? You want, me to call. you want me to call it since you're you flipping? Call. I'm flipping. That's All right. the game. Uh, I'll do tails. It is tails. Okay. So Gordy Howe is our number two. All right. Number three. Uh, number three, we've got on our consensus uh, Mario Lemieux. Uh, number four, that was super easy. We didn't even have to do any math for it. Uh, Maurice Rocket Richard. Number five, Bobby Orr. Uh, number six, uh, Jean Bellevue. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Mark Messier. Number eight, we have Alex Ovechkin. Number nine, Sidney Crosby. Uh, number 10, we have Bobby Hull. Number 11, Guy Lefleur. Number 12, we have Yaramir Yaga. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm yeah. very sorry uh, about yeah, it. I yeah. regretted it afterward. Yeah. Uh, number 13, Ray Bork. Uh, number 14, we have Phil Esposito. Uh, number 15, uh, we've got Potvin and? Uh, and Lidstrom. Uh, right. Now, Lidstrom would rank a little bit higher. Technically, Potvin would be 16 yeah. on our consensus. But we wanted to be fair to everybody. We told you 15. So they're one person now, yeah. which may rank them a little higher if I'm going to be honest. If we're combining mm, yeah. folks, <laughs> uh, it would no. have probably made more sense to do a consensus first. And then we should have just done the math before we, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we can make sure we all I have the same 15 we players, yeah. but like, yeah, no, no. I mean, no, I, I thought, I felt like I enjoyed going through and, and discussing that and kind of finding why are we both, and both of those guys are both defensemen that, you you know, I mean, just kind of up in the air. I mean, yeah. you know, so, hey, that was that was good. That was fun, man. All right. Time for joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding. Me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> There was a little bit of confusion about this one at first. I uh, didn't realize what aspect we were making fun of. I thought we were saying, ah, but we'll find, uh, so, uh, (laughs) yeah, uh, I was saying, ah, (laughs) an off duty state trooper returning from a Halloween party in a star Wars stormtrooper costume stopped a drunk driving suspect going the wrong way. Police say, (laughs) you know, I, there's just a lot going on here. First of all, Now's your chance to run. They're definitely not going to be able to shoot you, dude. <laughs> he is going to miss <laughs> yeah. every time. But second of all, like, can you just imagine just being drunk, driving the wrong way? So you're probably pretty drunk. And then just, you know, a stormtrooper. Uh, you know, do you have your ID card, sir? I really hope he did the... <laughs> I am not the driver you were looking for. You got to let him go at that point, yeah. right? If oh, he hits yeah, it, if he Jedi, if he was in his right mind to Jedi mind trick you... You got to let that dude go. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you doing in that costume? <laughs> you know, I, I would just want 
him to speak to a supervisor and like an imperial officer show up. <laughs> I was really hoping that like a part of me was really hoping that he was like coming home from his own Halloween party and he was dressed as either like a Jedi or like a Mandalorian. Dude, that would have been so That would have been so funny. We find out that he really wasn't even driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> or drinking, but he was like a Jedi. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, that, I mean, just what, you know, like, what, who is it? The, so you get so drunk that you drive on the wrong side of the road. Like I barely want to drive when I'm sober. So yeah. like who is, how lucky is it that he was, I wonder if he went in with the helmet. Yeah. I do have some, I, I have, I have many questions. Uh, so oh, as we always do, yes. she, this, uh, I guess this, this officer was off duty. How did they pull them? Oh, like, did they just go look with their head out the window? And go, we, you, we, you, we, you, we, you until they pulled over. He's a stormtrooper. Bobby he just laid his head out and he says the, the empire demands you stop. <laughs> uh, maybe he has one of those. Maybe it was one of the situations. Again, I probably should have read the, the article, but I don't do that. So. I will say what I don't like is the statement by the, I guess, the the precinct saying the force is strong in this trooper. Like, no. whoa, come on, man. That's the total opposite world. Uh, no, it ruins it. There is no force from that stormtrooper, uh, bro. Like, Come you know, on. Um the, the the trooper's name is very Star Wars, though, if we're being honest. Britta Fosk. <laughs> Fosk. Spotted the car trying to enter a freeway on the wrong direction. So not only did she, like, prevent somebody else from dying, but she definitely prevented this dude from dying. I mean, on the website, is it a girl? See, is it a, I is believe it's a female lady officer. Cop? Yeah. Did Mrs. You, officer, I should say. Did you see the little video that the precinct put out about this? They made like no. a full, they made like a full thing no. with like this, like, like, so the, their report of it is in the, the crawling words coming up and it's called yeah. star words. And they made like, they spent money to make a full they like first off probably this got has a, to be they probably got a graphic guy they probably didn't spend like additional money but definitely time was spent yeah well they definitely paid the graphic guy and the graphic yeah guy. but he was already getting it wasn't like they hired a graphic yeah. guy to go you know like I'm you know I'm not sitting here saying one way or the other but I'm just saying like dude was probably doing nothing <laughs> yeah I'm very like I don't know it just seems weird to me that they made took time to make a two full two minute video about this inst- and like not even like an interview just straight up like word crawling the entire thing I and, was gonna say is there is there any known women stormtrooper? But there were, right? There were. There was at least in the Phasma. new one. In, in the new one, though, yeah. which oh, were the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they. There's no way this isn't copyright infringement. They straight up used the likeness of Star Wars. The how old is that Star Wars theme? The likeness for sure, but like the the, the theme music, is still under copyright. It has to okay. be like you, for for regular like music. It's like 25 years, but this is from a movie. I'm pretty sure. That I don't the, know that they. Or Even though I'm sure they recopyrighted it for the new movies, though. But I don't think you get to recopyright it. I think it becomes public domain after a certain point. Uh, I don't know this. I'm not. Look, do I look like a freaking lawyer, Bobby? I'm doing a podcast show with you. So, no, I'm not a lawyer. But it's got to be free use. By yes. One, no, the music, all music is copyrighted. Uh, hmm. you'll, you'll find hmm. some awfully familiar sounding works, though, in the public domain. But it almost anything that you if you recognize it as Star Wars, it's not far enough off to now, not be copyrighted. Now, music in itself can't be copyrighted. I thought. I mean, I can't. I, it can. Like if you do like the full thing, maybe I mean, I'm 
Yeah, I'm machine. pretty sure it is. Like they, because like there was a whole there was a whole battle of, of Vanilla Ice versus Queen. But it was a, it, technically pressure. it was different though because he put yeah, the little but thing they, and it but, went to court and Vanilla Ice lost. But the ju- no, it didn't lose. Are you sure? Because are you, it, it didn't lose. No, no. Hold I on, thought, let's oh. look it up. Let's look it up. I don't know, dude. We should probably steer clear of law. That's our. Yeah. Well, I am reading the the police department definitely broke like for like 100 percent. The Star Wars theme is still like you can't be using it for your own things like that. Yeah. Like, now, if, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't that, matter. That Even doesn't if it matter. does okay. not matter at all because um because their per, their Twitter page has ads on it. They get money from all that stuff. Boom. Like, yeah. So yeah. now they uh, they're not allowed to because because then technically Twitter is making money off of people viewing it, too. It's a full thing. But now they broke copyright law. But some tells me it's not going to be not the Doesn't most big, really matter. not yeah. the biggest concern for they're them. Not right that, yeah. Like, I, I doubt that Disney's like, I mean, now it is Disney, to be fair. But yeah. like, they're like, look, they made a good seventy five dollars on this. And we're yeah. coming. Disney's coming for yeah. what's theirs. I mean, it all, the, their tweet only has 760 uh, likes on it and 250 retweets. That's not technically that's not viral by any means. But just like how wild would it be to just get pulled over by a stormtrooper, dude? Wild. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, that's that's great. I hope she kept the helmet on when she. Uh, uh, no, it was not on. That said she took it off. Oh, that's weak. Yeah, she had to, She didn't even have it on the car. That's a weak joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move into our pop culture segment. Uh, we're talking Matrix Revolutions. Boo. Oh, my gosh. Boo. boo. It was bad. The best part of the movie was when it was, when over. It was over. Yeah, I told you that. So I was so what, bad. Was there anything of it that had that got praise from you at all? Anything that said, huh, all right, that was decent. I'm like looking back, dude. And like, no. <laughs> like, I mean, not the, a one thing that I can think of immediately. I'm sure. The only thing that like I was like, huh, I enjoyed that was like when uh, and this is really just because Keanu Reeves when he's in the little like train and he runs one side comes back and he just looks and goes that was Shit. it sure yeah. sure sure i didn't know that we were talking about two seconds in like the well, first no, part that, of the yeah. movie that's yeah. what i was saying like that's what i was like any yeah. minute thing that was funny yeah i mean we saw it coming it was great it, you know it was hilarious but like no i mean it yeah. was it was completely bad from top to bottom i was you know how excited I got last week, bro? I was excited to watch this movie. I had to watch it. In yeah, two I tried parts. not to be like, mm, don't get too excited, but like, yeah, I, I wanted you. Didn't. I wanted you to go in with your not mind not made up about it. No, I'm glad you didn't because then I would have just ha- like hated watching it. But I watched it in two parts. I watched like at the first hour yeah. and then like the second hour. I watched it last night, like after Meg went to sleep, and like I was so upset that I had to watch the rest of that movie. Like, oh my god, it was so bad, dude! It was so bad. Like, I'm trying to think of even like dope ass fight Matrix, scenes. It's like ugh. Matrix One was like, ah, oh, was it for me? It wasn't like the worst movie ever. It was just like not up to the times type of deal. But Revolution was a bad movie yeah. like a really really bad movie like it didn't it couldn't have even been good when it came out like, like and like there was just so many plot points like yeah i get smith was like a virus that was taking over the matrix how was he planning on being a virus in the real world though i was also confused by there were so like, many you know that humans you my, can't just like <laughs> stick your hand into another human being and take my, over his my, body one of one of the parts that i was just like are you serious the fact that they didn't know he, the bane was smith with the way he was speaking right yeah like he was very clearly taught and like the fact that mr it took, anderson like and who the fact has that, called you that in years like, of you being I, outside like, of the like honestly it felt like a family guy episode where like he's like giving him all the hands and peter's like what i don't I'm what are you so talking about sorry what, what? And he's like, come on, it's, it's me. It's, it's me, idiot. It's, it's, it's Smith. Like, 
Who it's are we me, talking about? Mr. Anderson. Not ringing a bell. Who has even called you that in yeah. like years, dude? <laughs> like nobody else even knows even who you like, are. Yeah, nobody has literally called you Anderson except for one person in the entire thing. There were lots of parts that I was just like, I'm just not, not going to watch the like rest. Like his speech pattern changed completely from before he was taken over by Agent Smith. I there was. There was many parts where I was just like, I'm just not going to watch the rest. I did. I watched it. But like the one part that was really like, just like so absolutely absurdly mind blowing to me was when they're, you know, Neo's blind at this point and Trinity, they're flying the ship like to the spot that they're supposed to fly it to. And, you know, Neo also, I'm not really sure. Why does this dude have power in the real world? Like, isn't he just a guy? No, let's not even talk about it. You don't have to explain it to me because I don't really care. All I was going to explain is that, 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 yes, that is an issue people had. It's like, oh, he's the chosen one. It's like, but he's still a human. Like, yeah, he was just a guy. Like, he's just a programmed one. I think what it was. I don't want to know. I don't want to. Maybe in a second. Okay. But they're flying and, you know, all the sentinels are coming and stuff. And he's, you know, he's destroying them with his hand. Whatever. And then, the force. and then he was like, let's just go over him. So wait, wait, that was a freaking option in the first place. So let me explain real quick why that is, was not an ideal option. They released the nanites into the atmosphere to block out the sun. But by doing so, the nanites will also like devour metal objects. And they did that part of the reason so that they don't have to worry about these machines going into the, like going to other worlds and expanding past the planet or just saying, okay, we're going to go above and get power from the sun above these nanites. So that was why their ship took so much damage when they went through it as well. That, yeah. well, that was the reason for that. Yeah. But like, it was like, there's too many of them. Let's just go over. But then even like the time they frame, went over like a less than a quarter mile. Well, even over the time frame that they were going up, like they were still in the crazy atmosphere the sentinels just stopped following them. Like it just seemed like right there was the level that they're comfortable at. Like I was just so, well, I think at that point, the head sentinel, whatever their boss was, was like, all right, I got this. You guys stand back. Either know, we, that, that, that was like 15 of our massive warships that their one I move was just, just send smaller things at them. You, I mean, you got some explanations and I'm not satisfied. No, with no, <laughs> let me be very clear. It's not a good movie. And I'm trying to give explanations and everyone, I everyone know, tries I'm to give explanations. It's like not enough. Even people giving the explanations like, oh, listen, I, I get it. It's a bad movie, but here's why inside the lore it works. Yeah, but it, you know, even inside the lore to me is not. And what's wild to me is like, there was some things that mattered to this. not mattered, but were important, not like uh, vaguely important to the storyline that would have been in one of the short films that they released. Like that. It was like in their straight to video movies that no one saw that. Like, like for example, the kid who dropped the ammo, who was loading up the, the ammo, the guy, like the kind of klutz who was young, Apparently, and I found this out last night because I they have this movie called The Animatrix, which is like a collection of all the short films by the Wachowski sisters that one like that kid. His name is literally kid. He woke himself up from the Matrix. <laughs> what, what did you just say? To his me? name is kid. <laughs> yeah, that should have been our joke of the week. Yeah. dude. <laughs> so apparently so in the animation, one of the Animatrix short stories, he is in the Matrix. He's a blue pill. And he starts questioning like reality. And like, so he goes on to like a hacker room. He's like, I just feel like my dreams are more real. I feel like this isn't like real life. And like uh, what we're supposed to think is Neo talking to him through the hacker. We find out later is not Neo. So later he is literally disassociating himself from the matrix. And like, he's in class and he just writes Neo and Trinity save me. And then immediately like he gets a call from a cell phone that he didn't even have. 
And then like agents are looking through them from the school. So cell phones, you can get out on cell phones now. It's not a landline necessarily. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no. Good. They called him and then he died in the Matrix, but he like they didn't pull him out of the Matrix. He woke up himself from the Matrix because they're like, oh, that's a very rare thing. But then they like, like that's the rarest thing anybody's ever done. But then they don't even touch on it in Revolutions. He's just some klutz who grew up and. He's just some annoying guy that annoys Neo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I Yeah, it was just... And, like, even, like, you think, okay, well, at least the conclusion fight scene is going to be dope. Even that, fighting Agent Smith, was, was so lame, dude. It was so lame. Oh, 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 I'm, like, upset. At, I'm, like, getting upset talking about it. Let's not talk about it anymore. I'm done. I'm Unless you got more. I mean, I'm not... <laughs> So one you asked like how he had powers in the real world. So about this time, the early 2000s, when Wi-Fi started coming about. And so apparently they were saying that his connection to the Matrix almost became like wireless. Like he was able to stay plugged in because of when he went unconscious and was connected to Agent Smith in the real world. But couldn't keep his eyesight. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind of hard when they get burned out. But yeah, so that's, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good reason. No, that's sure. the reason, though. No, I'm not blaming you, Bobby. Yeah. I'm just upset about it. <laughs> so we might take a week or two off from uh, movies, then jump into Pirates of the Caribbean, which I'm actually real excited for, at least the first three. Yeah, me too. And and we'll, how about this? We're going to, we'll definitely do one, two, three for you guys. Yeah. I'm not hemming myself into a seven movie series if I decide I hate number four. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Is that fair? Yeah. Is that now, fair? do we want to go ahead and give the people what they want? And when Matrix 4 comes out in 2021, we'll do that. No. <laughs> I already said. I said there's one Matrix movie. If we want to do Matrix Reloaded a hundred times, I will do that. No question. <laughs> I will not do any more. Ma- I, I just feel like I'm supporting I feel like each time somebody watches it, it just gives it another watch. And then then you're supporting this atrocity that was committed on mankind. So, but maybe it's every other movie that's good. Maybe so, but I won't know about it because I'm I'll watch it and let you know. I'm not even going to listen to you. I'm going to close my ears. All right, let's move into what are you binging? Dude, uh, we both binge watch this, uh, yours, but yeah. you know, just kind of sitting around watching on Hulu. Uh, they had a marathon of Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Watched a couple more of that. I don't. Uh, what is that? Um, it's their yearly Halloween episode, which is ah. like four or five short Simpsons stories in their okay. episode. It's like a rather than like a thirty minute episode, it's like a forty five minute episode. It's like never, they're funny. Never but it's got like, into the Simpsons, so, dude. Yeah, I mean, I wa- I'm not hating. Yeah, I'm like just I, saying, I was, I was never, never like I was not. I'm not into it. Like I am Family Guy or American Dad, but it's funny. Um, I watched like like they did their first uh, Treehouse War in like season two, which was like, I don't know, 1951. <laughs> and I watched that. I'm like, wow, this voice acting's real bad. Yeah, I uh, I'll tell you a, an animated show that never got enough love to me, dude. The Cleveland show. Yeah, I loved I it, love dude. That show, dude. I, I can't believe it got canned. I thought it's better. than I found the guy. bear to be hilarious. Yeah. Well, I thought they were all hilarious. And Rollo. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were all great. Um, Mine. Is something that again spoilers. We will be talking a, a little bit about about some spoilers. The Mandalorian, oh, so good, dude. Pedro Pascal is, and like we Timothy said, more, Timothy Olyphant, dude, my boy. And I've been watching Deadwood, so like I was just like, he played the same character pretty he much. He was the same character. Oh my gosh, man! When he walked in, and, I, and like so, he walked in with his helmet on. I looked at him, and I was like, that's. I was like, that's Boba's armor. That's definitely not Boba, though. I know, dude. Like that, I was like, that's very clearly Boba's armor. That's, there is uh, no empty Sarlacc pit. 
there is when something ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking crate dragons, bro. Like that was dope. Oh my God. I, I'm going to find a way to put that crate dragon, I think into our D and D campaign. So I'm going to figure it out some so... way later on. I'm going to homebrew it, but that was a dope ass dragon. It is like, and you know I mean? They got the full season left. So like, obviously when he flew into the crate dragon's yeah. mouth, like, <laughs> yeah, like you're like a dope. They turn around Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's now the main character of the yeah. show. You're like, you're like George R. R. Martin didn't start writing this show, right? Cause, yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, listen, I'm not against Timothy Oliphant becoming the Mandalorian now, but like, I mean, I love Timothy Oliphant. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But Pedro Pascal, it, yeah. he is, he just knows. I'm, that was my favorite. Like when he met him, he's like, so we doing this right here in front of the kid? He's seen worse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, man. And like, that is, that's been the best part about, and I think we talked about it in season one, that there is a, ultimately a storyline that you're kind of following and you're going along the the trails type of deal. But there's it's each individual episode yeah. is its own Which I story. Like. I really like That's that. That's my too. biggest issue with a lot of shows. It's like I don't want to commit to this ridiculously this ridiculous plot that spans like the whole season. Right. I have no problem with a subplot that spans the whole season and maybe like the season finale. Well, it's even the or main the, plot, like, the penultimate and the season finale dealing with the the back the main plot. Yeah. Like Criminal Minds. That's why I love Criminal Minds. I stopped watching Criminal Minds when they did like a full season on like one major plot line. Yeah. Because like, I don't have time to get into that point. Me and yeah. Stephanie have been rewatching and we're kind of getting like there. I like the each thing is its own. Now, maybe every once in a while you throw in a, like a, a big a bad piece guy. of it yeah, or, but, you know, an episode on this bad guy that they yeah. kind of been chasing. But yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I love when it's just like episode to episode. It's a new adventure. Well, I mean, we have so many shows that are like so in depth and we've spent so much of our time doing that do require a episode to episode, like understanding of what's going on. It's really nice, especially yeah. to get with our, uh, what I'm assuming is also your main purpose it's just to get more Star Wars lore, yeah. dude. You know, like more about the dude, world. Dude, I was so excited when we saw, and again, spoilers, when we saw Boba, like at the end. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So cool. It's, uh, people, I got on Reddit, people are arguing, like, oh, maybe it's just, maybe it's Rex. It's like, nah, man, that, that's Boba. Like, that's, yeah. that's the same actor. He didn't have a beard. That's Boba, for um, sure. I'm, I'm, uh, I was, so I was very, very pleased. Well worth the wait. And I think, were they, were they are they always 45 minute episodes i, I, I thought that they so. were shorter but maybe, maybe i was wrong maybe, maybe I'm wrong. i mean i don't know we can i can i mean if you want to uh give us what you're binging for drinking i could just get on disney plus and see how long the other ones are okay um mine i went with a i got see the problem was bobby for halloween night i went with a a combo drink it's called the incredible hulk have you heard of this I have now. It is uh, hypnotic and Hennessy, and you mix them together and they turn green, right? Well, that's like a friggin' college, high school drink, dude. Like, it's straight liquor, essentially. Well, I had gone to uh, hang out with the buddy, and we went and had some had some beers at a bar, and I got a little drunk, and then I bought my, my liquor for Halloween, and it was a terrible call, if we're being honest, <laughs> but... I got real smashed. I was hung over all day yeah. long the next day, bro. So uh, in season one, the uh, they were all longer than 30 minutes. The shortest one was 32 minutes on average. They were about 35 minutes. That's what I was thinking. With the season finale being 48 minutes. In season two, it was a... 54 minute episode. Yeah, that's what I was so saying. I hey. would, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> Zero man. complaints on this end. Yeah. So yeah, so some incredible Hulk, man. Um, if you are over the age of 
I would say 26, 26, 27. Don't get, don't do it. It's, it is rough on you for sure. So what about you, man? You've been drinking anything good? Not really, man. I've been doing some big fasting on a diet. So I've been drinking a little bit less beer lately. Just, you know, I'm I'm good and bad for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm down about 50, 60 pounds. So just trying to, you know, burn, burn. I know I had, I had a cheat weekend this weekend because, you know, with, you know, doing, going so hard, about to go out of town. Sure. You know, and it's Halloween and my wife and I, every Halloween we do pizza. Uh, so we did some pizza. We went to uh, celebrate my mother-in-law's uh, birthday at this new dope-ass restaurant in Mur- Murfreesboro called Pepper and Peach, a hot chicken joint. Some of the Sounds best hot good. chicken I've ever had. We had some, Stephanie and I had some hot chicken last night. And I'll tell you, I love hot chicken so much, but it just like, I feel like it just physically drains everything yes. from it's me, a, dude. It, it it's can, so good. And I yeah. would eat it again tonight, but like, you dread the few days after yeah. you eat hot chicken, yeah. for sure. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. I've got, I've always been pretty adamant about this one. I want to be very clear that my snaps, my stick this week, I don't think it's going to happen. In fact, maybe it shouldn't happen. Maybe it's for the best that it doesn't happen, but I've always wanted other sports to adopt like, proper fighting the way hockey does oh no doubt no doubt like and this comes from uh i don't what from uh when what's his name whims or mims and yeah. the whims bear, i think whims and the bear like like let gardner johnson square up in a fight against this dude man like make, make <laughs> them take their helmets off that guy's a straight up idiot dude, dude yes you punch somebody in the helmet. twice you punch somebody in the helm like he like punched him and he's like i'm gonna do it again <laughs> yeah. like it's like oh bro like you see how hard he yeah. hit that guy? He had to go see the equipment However, guy. he did it the right way. If you're going to punch someone with a helmet, and I've learned this from playing football, open palm, dude. Because open palm can actually kind of rattle you inside a little bit and kind of disorient you, if you especially get him like right on the ear area. See, the first one, it looked like he could No, he yeah, the first one he did, it. and then I think he like expected him to come at him, and uh, Gardner Johnson kind of like looked, was like, was like, what's happening hey, right now? Hey, I, I want to say, though, I, as stupid as it was, it did get the Bears real jazzed up. I had I had the over under at 44 and a half and it didn't look like I was getting there. And then that jazzed everybody up real good. One I that, love how this show is money. The show is going to become everything money. we talk about. It's like, well, it did help me win this money yeah. <laughs> well, or lost this money. Yeah. Like, by the way, Bobby, you don't own a car anymore. I've, yeah. I've gambled it. <laughs> I, I don't know how they let me do that, but I think uh, you had a potential matchup uh, yeah. that you would love so, to see specifically. I understand here in Tennessee. I know how everyone's going to vote, but honestly, DK Metcalf at six, four, two taken on Derrick Henry at six, three, two forty would be a dope ass fight it would be it's just that running back mentality dude i think dude, he's gonna bruise I, on him dude. I, I get that he'll but, bruise on but him. we i mean we saw last week dude dk's got that killer yeah. spirit inside of him dude he's got that but he's got receiver spirit dude but he's also got receiver speed dude. he's got he's a diva but bro 
you want to talk about s- some speed. Uh, There's nope. been some 29 mile an hour top out speeds for Derrick Henry, let's, bro. Let's, don't hear what I'm not saying. I didn't say Derrick Henry's slow. That's but, what you said. You heard but it DK and Metcalf, they are both freaks of nature. And listen, uh, I'm not dude. saying DK. I never said DK would win. I'm saying it'd be a dope ass fight to it, see, man. It would be. It would be. Like, we're talking like two monsters out there. <laughs> and so I feel like I've like really hammered this in. Uh, but I guess since it's on the list, I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Besides the fact that I've been enjoying it so much, the fact that it took so long to be allowed to bet in our state when this has been legal since May of 2019, yeah, November of 2020, a year and a half, dude, FanDuel has already been set up for this. MGM has already been set up for this. It's so absolutely absurd that it took a year and a half for you to take a legal standard that's here in our state and make it make it available to to the, sure. the public and, and me specifically so my last one and you i think you kind of thought it was something else yeah uh, i, I like, said you uh, double my, sports did huh? it was color restrictions and seasons and that's straight up nothing ticks me off more like right now we're getting we're getting into fall I want to wear pastels. I'll wear pastels all year long. I'm a colorful guy. I enjoy pastels. I'll wear shorts. Like I'm, I'm a short guy. I enjoy, I'm a, I'm naturally hot blooded. I've been wearing all colors since Moses wore short pants. Okay. (laughs) So I'm all about wearing some short. Now, listen, right now, this time of the year, I go from shorts and flip flops to short and shorts and loafers. Like that's, I mean, but it's still short season until it gets like 35. I'm wearing shorts. I live. I, I don't know where some people live. But me personally, I live in America and I wear whatever color I want yeah. any time of the year I want. Like when you people know? say, oh, you can't wear white after Labor Day. The fuck off. Yeah, dude. man. Like, that's ridiculous. Maybe you can't, but my whole wardrobe is open to me. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't saying? buy these clothes for one season. Yeah, dude. Look, I, I, I'm looking fresh in this pastel. Your boy wearing it today. Yeah, okay. Guess what? If it's too cold, I can blow a coat over my pastel shirt. Now, I will tell you this. While it's not, you can wear it, obviously, if you want. Seersucker's a springtime hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But that's not because and not of even the just springtime. If you're wearing, if you're not going to like a, if you're not on your way to or on your way back from a horse race, agreed. Maybe don't wear a seersucker. Or if you're at the house, but you're gambling on the horses. Yes. Also allowed to wear a seersucker and big hats. You can <laughs> big wear them inside. Hats. That's the only time you can wear those big hats inside is if you're if you're gambling. One hundred percent. Like if your husband needs, it's like, hey, I need to get in the zone. Put on that hat. So Pucks Out Podcast has a pretty strict policy of don't tell us what to wear. Yeah. I feel like that's what I heard. Yeah. So uh, mine is not something. But make sure you wear your mask. Make Wear your mask. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. dude. Don't try to kill me. Anyway, this is not something that personally like I deal with a lot, but it is just something that's so annoying. People that are trying to get on the elevator before people get off. Like, uh, what do you, yeah. do you not even understand? Do you not even understand what's happening here? Like. If you get me stuck here, then I'm just going to keep hitting the one button, bro. Like, I yeah. got to get off here. Uh, speaking of elevators, man. Uh, so right now, obviously, during COVID, shouldn't be too close to people. Uh, my mom and sister were at the doctor's office uh, going for some routine stuff. And the elevator clearly says no more than four people. So they wait their turn. They don't go on with what group in front of them. because skipped. No, no. They wait. So they let people go on, go four, come up, come down. Uh, they get on. Two more people get on. And then like three different three people try to get on. And everyone's and my mom and dad are like, uh, hey, halt. And they just ignore them. And finally, they're like, fine, we'll get off then. But it's like we're at a doctor's office. We're not trying to like this is the place we'll get COVID if right. you're going to get COVID. 
like what the hell man like these aren't just these aren't suggestions like these are rules this man. isn't this isn't you can't wear white after labor day asshole like yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Good show, bro. Good yeah. show. We will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Get out. I hope you guys voted. Vote. 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 Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.